Hi, everyone. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and I'm here with America's Wealth Coach, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete, any tricks or, I don't know, techniques to pay my house off early or anyone can use these <laughs> techniques or tricks to do the same thing? Yeah, and I've done this myself. I mean, it's, it's no fun paying that mortgage payment. It is a lot of fun if you pay a little bit extra every month. Take whatever your mortgage payment is per month. Let's say you have a $1,000 payment. Divide it by 12 and then send that extra money in with your original payment every single month and tell them to put that extra payment right towards principal. You'll take a 30-year mortgage and you'll knock it down to about 23 so if you want to get Coach Pete's plan, I want you to call 800-837-7393 or text Brian, my name, B-R-I-N, to 600-700. That's Brian to 600-700. Thanks, Coach. Take care, Brian. This week's episode of the Financial Safari is brought to you by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Well, hello everyone, it's Coach Pete. This week on the Financial Safari, we're going to go over a lot of financial questions we've been receiving, and these are, you, you want to listen to these answers. These are probably the same questions you're having. We're going to give you some answers, in our opinion, on what's going on here in the financial world. We're also going to touch on the book, The Fine Print Fiasco, What They Don't Want You to Know When You Buy, Borrow, and Invest. That much more this week on the Financial Safari. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio alongside Parker Holland, Chief Wealth Strategist, as well as Marty Hensley, our Retirement and Wealth Strategist, as well as best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruda. Folks, it is a packed studio. Guys, welcome in. Hey, it's good to be here. Good to be here. Always, always good. Always good. <laughs> the weeks fly, Marty. They really do. The years fly. The weeks as we get older. I've noticed this. Uh, you know, it's fifty-six now. <laughs> like twenty-two the other day. <laughs> Thomas, yes. you've seen it too. When I met you, you were younger. Uh, <laughs> 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 the wrinkles are piling on. Yeah, I met you like seven or eight years ago. Now you I think. did. You did. Yeah, no kids. Wow, Marty, at time that flies, time. doesn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah. You were dinks. You and your wife. Yes. You <laughs> want a dink? Double income, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the last vacation I had was a beautiful trip across California, Napa Valley. Not been there in a few years, and wow, now I've Napa. got four kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just a minute, Thomas. You deserve one of these things here. We find it for you. Sure. <laughs> nice. Four kids, Marty. Yeah, you, did yeah. you wish that on anybody? T Thomas put a little comedic act on us today. We're, we're, we're not expecting that. Rolling. Yeah. <laughs> 
have to have to now coach you mentioned fine print fiasco i love this book now obviously you're the author of many books uh but i like this one because this is one that affects you know a lot of things we talk about here on the program can be about retirement planning focusing on that uh, financial red zone but this affects me right here what they don't want you to know when you buy borrow and invest is the subtitle guess what year i wrote this book 2010 all right marty um, I'm going to say 2011. Coach likes trivia. Oh, go ahead here, uh, Thomas. Uh, you know, I actually don't know. So I'm going to say uh, 2008. 2007. Oh. oh right. <laughs> so using Bob Barker's rules, you are all wrong yeah. because you can't go over. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought it was close. All right. <laughs> you were, you were one, close. One dollar. You were close, but uh, we're not playing horseshoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or hand not, grenades. We're not throwing hand grenades. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's, it's time to uh, to re, re-up this book, I guess, uh, to edit it a little bit and come up with some new things. But, but nothing's really changed. But... The world has changed since mm-hmm. 2007. But I wrote about uh, you know buying a car. Marty has has the car buying process really changed? Even though the internet's more involved, has it really changed at all? Well, I think interest rates have certainly gone up on car loans. <laughs> well, yeah, so. no, 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 back in 2007, interest rates were pretty high. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's, it hadn't really changed. I mean, the car uh-huh. lot, the car buying experience has it changed at all? Yeah, and that's what the, the, as they say, the devil's always in the details. So, so it, that's it, the fine print fiasco. It kind of fits in turn with that. Have we'll put it this way: since 2007, when I wrote wrote the book. Have, have you ever heard a story about somebody not being happy with a car they bought? Uh, <laughs> a couple of times. Often <laughs> per month. <laughs> now, you're happiest when you know all the facts going in. The facts are as they are. Mm-hmm. And what you were told by the salesperson really is true. And when you drive the car off the lot, you're happy for five or six years at least. That's when it, it's a good car buying experience. When you're unhappy is the minute you drive off the lot, the muffler falls off. <laughs> <laughs> the duct tape wore off. The transmission yeah. brakes, Martin. Yeah. A little, little thing called depreciation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that sound you hear when you pull out of the lot, that glass crashing sound when you when you go over the curve leaving the car lot, that's your the, the value of the car going down if you buy a brand new car. And depreciation, 20 to 40% many times. Absolutely. That means your car is worth 20 to 40% less than it was when you when you bought it Five minutes ago. <laughs> so, oh man, I tell you, it's, it's a crazy world. We're going to talk more about that book today, though, Thomas. But if I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. It's not often I get Parker Holland to appear on the show. So while he's here, let's do a case study. Now, what we do before the show is we get the Uncle Sam hat out in the studio. We have numbers in there. So Parker drew, drew, drew I, I didn't know what you drew today. Did you draw, draw two ages or one age? So I drew t- um, two ages, two but ages. they happen to be the same age. And, and what <laughs> age was that? 63. 63, okay. And then we draw another number out. It's the amount of money they have. So the funny thing about this is this perfect time Hilarious, of year. Thomas. <laughs> perfect, perfect time Hilarious. of year. I know we played the million dollar song, but I drew 900,000. So let's say it was a million earlier in the year, and now it's 900,000. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Good point. Good point. So they have 900,000 now in, mm-hmm. the, in this Mr. Rogers pretend neighborhood mm-hmm. with real strategies, but mm-hmm. what did you do? What do you what do you do with these, with so these folks? The, when are you going to retire? So the retirement was in two years. Okay, sixty five. Sixty five. So in two years, they need nine hundred thousand to start producing them income. So what we were targeting was how much income can we produce without outliving the money, and that figure came out to fifty five thousand dollars a year. Okay. So they put in 900, waited two years, retired, and they started getting 55,000. Now, of course, this is always worst case scenario. The market's down every single day. We wanted to know that number stayed and it did not decrease. And that is the case here. So of course the spreadsheet runs out, but killed them off at 112 and that 55,000 still came in. Okay. Now, 
of course, we always like adjusting and looking at, well, what if the market did relatively well, about half of what it's been doing? So let's just say roughly 6%, which has been about half of what it's done over the last 10 years. But we know more normal rates is 6 to 8% on the S&P. So if the market did 6%, they put in 900000 that 55000 would increase and grow to over 130000 a year by the time they're 91. So they could start taking income in two years, it would be 55000 you're mm-hmm. saying. But this is based on the market performing at what? 0% for the next 33 years. Oh, zero. I thought you said 6%. No, the next example we had was the 55000 would grow to 130000 if the market did 6% per year. Well, well let's, let's not, I mean, I don't like doing this on the case mm-hmm. studies. We, we pretend the market doesn't do a thing because we like to give the worst case scenario, Parker. Remember that? And that's where that okay. 55000 came into play. Okay, so 55000 a year they could get for the next, uh, for, for their lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So how, how long did, in your example, how long did you uh, let them stay alive? 112. So they, re- <laughs> so they lived 112. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, well, the modern medicine. <laughs> well, what was the oldest person? 107 recently that passed away? Yeah, but that was past performance. It can't guarantee you results. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. But if they live to be 112, you're saying, mm-hmm. all right, so over that course of time, what one of them live to be 112. If, if one passed away, it doesn't matter. The money keeps coming, correct? Exactly. And then actuarially would be 93 is what we look at. So a 30-year right. timeline. So, so 63 to 93, 65. 60, yep. All right. So so let's, let's, just, let's be more realistic. Let's say they pass away at 93. That means they took out $1.6 million in income wow. from a $900,000 investment. And do they have any money left in that account at that time? And that situation, they do not. But that's the fail-safe part of your plan. That is a market down every right. single day, the day they get in. And that's 30 years. 30 Even though years. this is not in the market, it, it the return, like the, the the chance of earning more return is tied to the market being up. Since the market didn't go up, the market went down. They didn't lose any of their money, but they but they didn't gain any money either as far as uh, extra money for, to, to exactly. extend Okay, Exactly. But they have that guaranteed lifetime income, that protected income is... 55000 for life. For life. Even if the market went down like it did, mm-hmm. uh, even if their balance went to zero like it did, mm-hmm. they still get $1.6 out of a $900,000 initial. Correct. Now, if they had left that in the market, what do you think that would have been if the market was down uh, 30 straight years? They probably would have hit zero in exactly 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have yeah. had to reduce that income significantly every year. So that's mm-hmm. a big difference, Thomas. I mean, you're it looking is. at, Marty, I mean, you we, we work around this all the time because everyone's saying... And let's just put ourselves in a in a time machine and, and go to age when they pass away, mm-hmm. and their family saying, "Well, what happened? Uh, they didn't earn any money." We say, "Remember, the market was down every single day for the last thirty years." Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and we can always safely assume that will happen. We got to plan worst case, and that's where the foundation of a true retirement plan right. comes in. Yeah, just very very important that we get our our ducks in a row. We don't fall for these pie in the sky. I hear these ads. Like, I've heard so many ads lately on, on TV and the radio about gold, uh, oil, uh, promissory notes, you name it. The, all these gimmicks are coming up, even crypto. I mean, you know, crypto, who knows? Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't touch crypto unless I had my secure income account established and some money in the stock market before I ever put money in crypto myself. That's just me. I do have money in crypto, by the way, because I have protected income already established myself. I have money in the stock market. I have real estate. And now I have some crypto. So that's the proper balance. It's always the key. Not throwing everything into one place. Marty, we talked about the the person that I had met before I met you who had all their money with Nortel stock back in the Mm -hmm. day when Nortel was flying. And then Nortel started, and I said, you might want to, there's over $100 a share. I said, you might want to just like take half of that and, and, and isolate it from, from ever going away. But they said they wanted to continue to stay on that train. That train derailed. And I don't even think, I mean, Nortel done, is 
is it even a company anymore? I've never heard of it. Somebody must have absorbed Nortel and Nortel's gone. But the last time I talked to him, it was at $2 a share. He was distraught. And I said, look, it's still not too late to take some of that money out and at least get it. Get some of your money. And then he didn't. And I think it just went away. Plunk and kaplooey. It's what they say on one of the Christmas specials about the mouse with the clock. (laughs) So what we need to make sure is we have our total retirement plan put in place. And we need to. We must. It's a strong statement, but we must have guaranteed, protected lifetime income to go along with Social Security to give ourselves that worry-free retirement. So if you're interested in that, all you have to do is give us a call. The next 10 of you who call, you'll get our total retirement plan done for no cost or obligation. We've seen others charge over $1,000 for a plan that's similar to this, but I don't think it's as good as this. And our strategies do work best for those of you with a million dollars or more dedicated to retirement. But as long as you have at least 200000 Save for retirement, we're here to help you. Thomas, when people call, they're going to get that book, The Fine Print Fiasco. They're going to get the Financial Safari book, and they're going to get The Seven Baby Steps. Those are three of the books that I've written. All really good reads, all good educational reads with no fluff in them. So give a call right now. There's no cost or obligation for the next 20 of you who call right now. It's simple. Just call 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. You can also connect by texting keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. This is your chance to sit down with Parker, Marty, Coach, a member of the team here at Capital Financial, and get your own total retirement plan in place. As Coach was saying, set your foundation, build your core, and also explore. Make sure, though, that you are protected at the end of the day. 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or simply text keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. Got some financial questions you guys have uh, emailed and called in. We're going to answer them when we come right back. You are approaching the financial red zone and retirement. Everyone needs a game plan. A perfect place to start? Coach Pete Deruda. For more information on retirement planning, go to PeteOnDemand.com. This is a wonderful resource as you prepare for your golden years, your retirement. Log on to PeteOnDemand.com. You will find a treasure trove of helpful information when it comes to planning for your retirement. PeteOnDemand.com. Any questions? Pete ondemand.com. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here with you alongside Marty Hensley, our retirement and wealth strategist at Capital Financial. Also in studio with us is, of course, best-selling author, Coach Pete Deruda. Hey, Welcome yeah. back in, guys. Hey, great to be here. Always good to be here. Always good to be here. Always fun good to be on the radio, Marty. It absolutely. It's fun time. And I tell you, these shows go quicker and quicker, man. I tell you what, it's fun times. <laughs> they do. And I know a lot of our listeners are loving it because we really, like you mentioned, Coach, we have a lot of listener questions that have been written into the show. And I just want to remind folks, in case you don't know how to write into the program, simply visit financialsafari.com financialsafari.com. There's a great red button on that site. You can record your own voice and could be featured here on the program. Or if you want to stay silent and simply type, obviously you can type a question there on the site. I'd like to mention one more site since we're mentioning the site. Of course, financialsafari.com, a great site. But coachlistens.com. Coachlistens.com. A lot of great interviews we do that can't make the show. And so what do we do with them? We don't throw them away. We put them there. That's right. I've got Jeremy Roenick there. He used to play for the Chicago Blackhawks, for Phoenix Coyotes, other teams. But he's also, he's in his retirement years from the NHL, he's now owns a great company, whiskey company in Canada. And so oh, uh, nice. <laughs> we had a great interview with him. Marty, you remember Jeremy Roenick? I mean, everybody remembers him. He, yeah. he was an outstanding hockey player back in the day. I know, I know Chuck Caton in our network 
Loved him. Funny yeah, played. I, isn't he a commentator now? I think I'm not a huge he's hockey been, guy. I'm a basketball guy, but I think he's on TV sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a nice looking guy, so I'm sure he's got some TV time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, we also have Van Ewer from the Angus Barnes on there. Now she actually made the show, but we uh, and and uh, as did Ray Arias from Rays. But we uh, we we want to make sure you can watch those interviews again. And actually, some That's of right. these are videos as well. So you can, if you're wondering what Van looks like, you can see what she looks like. That's right. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of all-stars on that site. So, we, we do. Yeah. I, I was just looking at Richard Hart, who's the founder of Hex and Pulse Chain. We've got- Which a, is a cryptocurrency. It's a cryptocurrency. Uh, one that was uh, that I really love, Tom Hegna. He, he is such a good speaker and just a confident Tom uh, Hegna, offer the book, Don't Worry, Retire Happy. That's right. That's it's the right. best way to retire, isn't it? It is. Happy? <laughs> it don't is. want to retire sad. No, you don't. I'd you don't want people calling you a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, that's a bad word these days when someone calls you a boomer, Marty. Yeah, you know exactly. That? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Well, let's get uh, full, let's, full stuff there. Yeah. Why don't I go over to the prize? Well, it's a prize wheel, but it's a question wheel, too. I mean, let's spin it. we got 18 different numbers on here. Before the show, Thomas and the staff has put together a question assigned to each number. I don't know what the questions are. I, I choose not to know the questions ahead of time. I think it's better that way because I can answer it. Legitimately, that's and Marty. Right. Marty will help me too. Yes, uh, Marty, let me walk over here. You could probably reach it from where you're. You, Marty's sitting down on the other side of the studio. He could probably reach over his long arms and spin the wheel, but I'm going to spin it myself. <laughs> at, at seven feet, I got those long arms. You see, I'm going to yes, do sir. it yourself right here. Here we go. Ooh, lucky number eleven, Thomas. Oh, all right. So here we go. So Vincent has written in from Princeton, and he says, 50% of my retirement income is a fixed fund that used to earn 10%, but it has been knocked down to almost zero over the last 20 years. I'm 61, and I'm getting worried here. What is the best plan for me going forward? Fixed fund sounds like a CD. Because <laughs> <laughs> CDs at the bank used to pay 10% or more. I remember my aunts from in New England would live off the interest on a CD. Can you imagine the good old days? Even a savings account was paying like 10 to 8 to 10%. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. that you remember those so days, Mark, You worked in the, the bank chain there back in the day, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. And Coach, this is a great example. This is when, you know, Coach and I have been in the business a long time. This was back in the early 90s. I don't remember what year, but I had a young lady called up one day and she goes, I have a tax-free municipal bond that just came due at 9%. Wow. I'd like to go ahead and get another one of those, yeah. uh, that 9% <laughs> tax-free bond. I said, ma'am, if you can tell me where I get one, I'll go down there and get one with you. <laughs> Cash in everything you have and go get one of those. Exactly. Tax-free. <laughs> now, wow. tax-free crazy. municipal bonds aren't tax-free from both state and federal, though, are they? Yeah, this was crazy back in the day. Obviously, yeah. those tax-free bonds paying 9%. I mean, that was I think that obviously in the early 90s. So yep. this gentleman is suffering from the same thing. So obviously, inflation is just eating them up on that fixed account. Well, I call it losing money safely. So if you have an interest rate lower than what the inflation rate is, for instance, we used to say, if you have an interest rate at one and inflation's three, mm -hmm. you're, you have a negative two. Mm -hmm. Well, what if you have an interest rate now of three, but inflation now is nine? Now you have a negative six. So 6% 6 of your, your buying power is dissipating, going away every single year if you have an inflation rate like that and you have a low interest rate. So interest rates need to uh, get back. They don't need to creep back up. They need to accelerate back up in CD rates, especially what bank pays you to save money, should be five or six or seven percent right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. It won't be, but it should be. Mm -hmm. Should be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it exactly. Should be, but it won't yeah. be. Is key. So, but we are seeing we are seeing some uh, from five year annuities for about I think they pay about five percent mm -hmm. each year. That's not bad. Wow. Tax deferred too, which is Marty. Are you seeing uh, 
you know what rates you're seeing now? And again, yeah, they're, they're just somewhere off the in that, top of our head here. They're somewhere in that four to five percent yeah. range, you know. But there's there's a lot what's better called than a, zero to one, exactly yeah, or negative. Yes, yeah, those are called it's, fixed rate, where you get paid a fixed rate for a fixed period of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's I call it a, a CD on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a time capsule account. You put it away. Mm-hmm. Five years later, it comes out with more. Well, mm-hmm. l- let me ask you about this. So you had mentioned bonds before. So earlier this week, I was watching Jerome Powell with what he was saying about what the Fed was going to do, and it just seems like it keeps going <laughs> in a certain direction. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but, but, but no rhyme or reason, man. I mean, they're no. basically they're throwing, they're throwing darts and hoping to hit something now. It, it's true. But what is this going to... So this is different now. We're talking about safe income. And I know there's a big difference in the uh, the annuity solution and the bond solution. So if we're talking annuity versus bond with with inflation rates and all these things going bonkers, who's the winner? Well, the, the problem is when you talk about bond and bond funds and you have a lot of commission brokers out there, the market gets volatile. We'll put the money over in bonds and bond funds. Right. The dirty little secret is, is what if interest rates are going up? What happens to bond prices? They go down. So you're taking my money out of the stock market, which is losing, and putting my money into a quote unquote safe place that's losing. That's losing. Does okay. that make sense? No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In, in my opinion, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it... Again, when do you when should you get a bond? I guess if you could time the market again with that, <laughs> that phrase again. But if you could get the bonds when the interest rates reach a all time high before they start coming back down again, right, right. you buy a bond right then. It's a lot better than buying a bond when when the interest rates are low and, and watching interest rates go up and your bond your bond prices go down. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. And yeah. If, if you buy say a twenty year bond, the, the, you know the retort would be, well, if I hold it till the end of the maturity, I'll get my money back. Do you want to wait 20 years to get your money back and see what happens in between? 20 years from now, interest rates could be 40% for all we know. <laughs> that's right. Sure. And now you're locked in a 5% bond. So that, that, that's why you don't want to, the longer the term, the more they reward you, I'm going to do air quotes, with, with a little higher interest rate because you're taking a bigger risk as you extend that bond rate because we don't know where interest rates are going to be tomorrow, much less 10 years, 20 years from now. All, all be very more, careful on long-term bonds. All, all the more reason, though, to look at a proper, safe money solution yeah. to and make again, sure you have that nothing wrong with plan. bonds as part of a true plan, but we found some better alternatives with protected lifetime income built in that will not go away at all as long as you're here. Mm. Bonds, when you start taking money out, when the money runs out, it's gone. That's absolutely correct. And, <laughs> and Thomas, here's a simple equation, and folks will try to measure what the fluctuation or risk is with bonds. You take the maturity of a bond, multiply it times the movement of interest rates up or down, that gives you the fluctuation of your principal. You have a $100,000 bond. You put it in a 20-year, $100,000 in a 20-year bond, interest rates go up 1%. Your hundred thousand dollars is worth eighty thousand dollars. Whoa! That's a little dirty secret that these these guys don't want you to know about, and that's something that capital financialists, fiduciaries, we have to disclose that type of risk. And we're saying some portion of your portfolio should be protected against any risk, even yep. if it's minimal. It's funny what they forget to tell you. And so omission to me is just as bad as lying to somebody. So if you forget, mm-hmm. oh, I forgot to tell you about that. Well, did you forget or did you, on purpose or did you forget uh, my mistake? You know, a lot of times. <laughs> so. Well, well let, let's go to the other direction then. What what do you see on the annuity side of things? Are all annuities good or are there some that we should be looking out oh, for? Oh, absolutely not. All annuities are not good. Okay. But okay. like this one annuity that I wrote about in that book, Fine Print Fiasco, called a variable annuity. <laughs> and I said in this book, and I still stand by it today, this was in 2007 when I wrote the book, by the way. I said, if a product has to be sold to you, in other words, you don't go out searching for it. Say, I got to go get one of them variable annuities. But if a broker has to sell you a variable annuity, it can't be the best thing. Hmm. There's a lot of fees in there, Marty. There's a lot of commissions built in. We call them financial termites. They will eat your portfolio alive if you're not careful. Marty, you've got a lot of good points here. And Thomas, I I really want to visit more with the variable annuity, but we're running against the clock here. And I want to make sure that everyone out there gets their chance to get your very own total retirement plan. So if you are one of the next 10 people who call right now, We're going to follow a three-step process to create a comprehensive financial plan 
that aligns with your financial goals and your values. Now, first, we're going to understand what money means to you and how it fits into your life. Then we're going to organize your finances so you have a crystal clear picture of where you currently stand right now. Next, we're going to talk about your financial and retirement goals, short, medium, and long-term goals, very important to me and should be to you. But more importantly, what are your dreams? Now, we're going to work together to clarify your goals and your dreams so they're crystal clear and tangible. Now, finally, we're going to create an actual step process to get you on that path towards what everyone's dreaming for, financial independence. Now, this process is not something we do once and set aside on the bookshelf. No, no, no. Just like physical fitness, your financial fitness needs constant attention throughout your career and beyond. But don't worry. We're going to be there every step of the way to help guide you and make sure your money is working just as hard as you did to get it. Now, we also build in that financial fill-up strategy that gives you protected lifetime income you can never outlive that does not depend on the stock market. Folks, this is so valuable to learn about. So Thomas, the next 10 people who call with at least 200000 dedicated to retirement, this offers for them. We've seen others charge over $1,000 for this, and our strategies do work best for those of you with a million dollars or more dedicated to retirement, but we'll never turn you away if you're really serious about helping your, you and your family get your retirement plan. So Thomas, tell them how they can do that. Connect with Coach Pete Marty and the team at Capital Financial by calling 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. And you can always text keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. This is your opportunity to sit down with one of our fiduciary advisors personally and get started on your own total retirement income plan. Don't procrastinate. That can often be the detriment to many a retirement plan. So call on in, get the conversation started today. 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text keyword plan to 600-700. That's plan to 600-700. All right, now, Coach, uh, the lights are lighting up here. Guess who's on the line? Oh, uh, we got Jim Stovall. Folks, if you do not know who Jim Stovall is, you want to stay tuned for this. Welcome to the jungle. Are you ready for the financial safari that is retirement? Coach Pete DeRuta and his team at Capital Financial can guide you over the mountains and through the woods of retirement. Check out FinancialSafari.com for the latest shows and A-list guest interviews. If you have a question for Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, go to FinancialSafari.com. Click on the Ask a Question button and your question along with your voice may be used in an upcoming episode of Financial Safari. Financial Safari is available on iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, Google Home, and Apple HomePod. Are you ready for retirement? Check out FinancialSafari.com. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and we find someone who's making a difference in the world. And today is no exception. Matter of fact, we've got a repeat visitor. Every time he comes on, we have so many requests to have him on again. So guess what we're going to do? We're going to have him on again. His name is Mr. Jim Stovall, and uh, he's enjoyed success as an author, athlete, investment broker, and entrepreneur while dealing with the challenge of blindness. During his remarkable life, Jim has been a national champion weightlifter, Olympic weightlifter, as well as the author of more than 30 books. In addition to his personal achievements, Jim was honored at the 2000 year 2000 International Humanitarian of the Year, joining Jimmy Carter, Nancy Reagan, and Mother Teresa as a recipient of this prestigious award. And so Jim writes a lot of books, and we, we love having him on. And well, let's, without further ado, welcome in, Jim. Hey, it is always good to be back with you. <laughs> now, this book we're talking about today, we can talk about anything you want, too, by the way, but the book that, that you sent me a, a couple weeks ago is called Passport to Success, and you wrote this with a guy named Dr. Greg Reed. Now, tell us what inspired you to write this book. Well, Greg has always been wanting to do something together, 
And, uh, you know, I kind of came up with the idea for what's going to happen to the characters in this. And his team uh, did a lot of the details and descriptions. So it, it was fun. I've never really collaborated on fiction before. Uh, you know, it's always kind of a one-man band, but uh, this was fun because this is a story about a guy that wakes up one morning and loses the love of his life, his home, and his job all in one day. Guy's having a bad day. That's a bad day. And, and he decides uh, uh, that he is going to travel around the world because he's received this diagnosis that... Uh, he may end up losing his sight in a year, and it's uh, you know, and he wants to see the world while he can because he may not be able to in the future. So he travels around the world trying to uh, find some uh, wisdom and keys to success and answers to all of his problems. And uh, he finds that no matter where he goes, he takes his problems with him. And uh, but the fun thing about working with Greg and his his team was, uh, I write very good dialogue, very good uh, plot, and those are my things. That's why uh, I think eight of my books have been turned into movies now. I think it's uh, wow. what I do well. But, you know, the descriptions, the settings, all the things, not my strongest thing. And uh, But Greg and his team brought all that in. So when we go to the Himalayas, when we go to the Dominican Republic, when we go to Europe and go up and down the Rhine River, you know, I think readers will get really get a feel for that in a way. It's almost like a travel log and a personal development book all in one. Now, this is fiction. It is indeed. But it sounds a little bit non-fictionist, doesn't it? Uh, you know, Shakespeare may have said it best. There's only seven stories in the whole world, and people just keep telling them different <laughs> ways. And then I always tell writers, if you, if you want to do something that really matters, write what you know. Yep. And uh, so uh, me putting a blind guy in there or a guy that's facing that uh, as a possibility in his life, uh, uh, you know, really fit. And uh, and it's, it's just been a fun collaboration. And uh, the initial responses have been really good. Well, the parallels, I mean, when you're, you weren't born blind, like when people see blind people, they, they don't know how the people became blind. Some people are born blind. Other people, it happens during life. And that happened to you, correct? Yeah, I was... Uh, I, I went through my whole childhood and, and to young adulthood. Uh, you know, my only goal in life was to be an All-American football player and go into the NFL. And during a routine physical to go play another season of football, I was diagnosed with a condition that would cause me to lose my sight. And a little quick research told me uh, there's not any blind guys in the NFL. <laughs> if, you, if you've been watching any of these preseason games, you might question a little of that. I don't know. Besides the but, refs, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I got to finish my athletic career in my 20s as a, as a weightlifter, and it's something I could do even as my sight was diminishing. And then at age 29, I did in, indeed lose the rest of my sight, and, uh, and that's been 35 years ago. So I've been totally blind for 35 years. Wow, you've really embraced it, though, and you've done some fantastic things since then, haven't you? Well, I've been blessed, you know, and I don't think my problems are any more than yours or anybody listening to us, whether it's me being blind or someone else going through a divorce or loss of a job or a bankruptcy or illness of a child or whatever it is. You know, we're all only as big as the smallest thing it takes to divert us from where we want to be. So, uh, 
you know, I go days at a time and don't even think about the fact I'm blind. I've kind of created a world and a team around me, and I, I go do what I want to do all day, every day, and I feel like I'm the luckiest guy around. I honestly don't know anybody I would trade places with. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. I mean, you, you, I mean, you've done a fantastic job. I mean, think about it. Well, you, we're humans, and we are by nature. We, we always stumble, but we, the, the good ones of us get back up. And we learn yeah. from we learn what made us stumble. We try to we try to have fun with every day, and we try to make sure to embrace life because the alternative is not is not too good. Absolutely, I mean, uh, you know, you got to play the hand you're dealt. And uh, and I am a huge fan of the work of Napoleon Hill, and he said every adversity is endowed with the seed of a greater good. And you know, if you really believe that, and you start looking for the good in everything, and you realize that problems. Are, are not really problems. They are opportunities. Opportunities come to us disguised as problems. And, uh, and if you look beyond the initial pain and frustration of it, you can find some amazing things. Folks, we're talking to best-selling author Jim Stovall. He's also been producer of several movies you may have seen. Jim, what are your two favorite movies that you've made in, in, in your lifetime? Probably The Ultimate Gift, my first one with... Uh, James Garner, Brian Dennehy, and that was a movie trilogy we went on, and had, in the second one added Peter Fonda, and the third one Raquel Welch, and then, and then The Lamp with Louis Gossett Jr. That was one of my favorites. Some big names right there. You know, uh, Rockford Files is what I think about when I think about Jim uh, James Garner. I mean, he was Rockford. And, and yeah, a lot of our I, younger guys won't, won't even know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> Thomas doesn't right, know. <laughs> no, that's okay. But, uh, no, he was, and, uh, you know, really, really an amazing uh, – amazing guy and uh, uh he actually made his very last movie with us and i was really grateful to him and uh, just a tremendous human being yeah well i mean that's a and lewis gossett jr i mean really thomas do you know that name no thomas says no 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 <laughs> jim we're getting old when when, well, when people in their 30s don't remember who we're talking about <laughs> well you know he's an academy award winner so uh, yeah. you, you need to go look up officer and a gentleman and you'll uh have an amazing experience with uh, Mr. Gossett. Now, Thomas, have you heard that, uh, that, I, title, I that title? I certainly have okay. heard that title, yes. Well, you know, Jim, we are all creatures of habits, and, and not just humans. When, when we look, I had three miniature Dotsons back in the day, the little hot dog dogs, and, and in our backyard, there was a path. Now, we had a big backyard, but there was a path, and it might not have been the best path, but it was a path that the first dog that I had, Penny, made. And so when we, get, when we added Chelsea, which was the dog under Penny, and then Allie, they all followed Penny's path. And so... Mm-hmm. It get worn down. You could never grow grass there. And then when it snowed, we didn't get much snow in North Carolina, but when we did, they would make a path in the snow. And guess where the path was? Same place. The exact same place. It was crazy like that. So in, in, and as humans, we all fall into these patterns too, some good and some bad. What advice would you give to someone to, uh, if they're trying to break a bad pattern or a bad habit? Well, the worst statement you can make about anything is, this is the way we've always done it. I'm reminded of this young girl in she was getting married and she was asking her mother, how do you bake a ham? I want to bake a ham for my uh, new husband. And she said, well, first you cut the end off the ham and then you put it in the pan and put it in the oven. She said, why do you cut the end off the ham? I don't know. My, that's what my mother told me. So they called her mom and say, why did you cut that? She said, I don't know. It's what grandma told me. So they get great grandma over at the home and say, why'd you cut the end off the ham? And she said, my pan was too small. I don't know why you guys do it. <laughs> And, you know, and the reality is, you know, sometimes we just do stuff because that's what we've always done. And, uh, 
you know, every once in a while, it's amazing to to just stop and look around and get a new perspective. And, you know, I do a lot of consulting for major corporations here, and oftentimes it's in an industry I know nothing about. And those seem to be the situations where I bring the most value. I'll just tell their people, okay, let's walk around here and tell me what this is and what do you do here and then I'll, we'll stop and I'll say, why do you do it that way? Why don't you do this instead of that? And many times they have a good answer why they do it that way. But every once in a while they say, I don't know why we do it that way. And wow, what what would happen if we did it differently? And, you know, that's what, the, you know, I, I have a school of entrepreneurship at our, our local university. And one of the things I always tell the kids is the greatest way to succeed, very few people invent something. You know, Thomas Edison invents the light bulb. And, you know, the rest of us, we innovate and we improve. We look at what is this doing and how can we do it better. And that's true in our lives and the, and the things around us. Do you remember the old commercials for BASF? We don't make this, but we make it better, they used to say. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's that's really what it comes down to is just – you know, making a better mousetrap. Uh, folks, again, the name of the book is The Passport to Success, and his name was Jim Stovall. You can get the book anywhere books are sold. Jim, really appreciate your time today. Hey, I look forward to our next occasion. Yes, sir. And that number is 800-661-7383. You can also text the word PLAN to 600-700. This is a great opportunity to reach out, get your own questions answered. Again, that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text that keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. And folks, we'll be right back after this. You want your piece of the financial pie? Tune in to Financial Pizza each and every week. Where do you go? Financialpizza.com. You will hear from Coach Pete Deruta as well as advisors from across the country. Great takes on the latest hot-button issues when it comes to retirement. Financialpizza.com. Every week, new, fresh, hot information on everything retirement. Financialpizza.com. So good, you want to take a bite. Financialpizza.com. What a great interview that was, folks. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Just finishing up that interview with Jim Stovall. Coach, wow. He's one of my favorite guys to interview. I've probably interviewed him 10 times over the last 12 or 15 years. He's just a great guy. I mean, when you think about all the stuff he has done with his life, after Marty, he became blind. He was a football player. Then he became blind, so he turned into a powerlifter, which, and then he won Olympic that think he won a Olympic medal mm-hmm. as a blind powerlifter. Imagine that. Incredible. They to, they, they, I guess he had to take the word for it. How much? <laughs> how much weight he was lifting? They said they gave him a medal. He said, "Are you sure it's gold?" <laughs> Try to bite it like they did on TV back hey, in the day. Bite. Oh yeah, it's gold. Are you sure I lifted that many weights? <laughs> I love it. The only that's, gold that's I used to try to bite was that uh, Hershey's Kiss that was wrapped in the gold wrapper. So I bit in it. it tastes like chocolate. <laughs> that's good. That's uh, good. That's a little mean. We said to go there, but that's it. <laughs> now listen. I don't know if you guys love these. I love these clips. Gary, uh, one of our producers here at the Financial Safari, has put together. Another through the years, this time focusing on 1978. Check this out. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1978, and in November, we learned a new phrase drink the Kool Aid, as cult leader Jim Jones tells 900 members of his church the People's Temple to commit suicide and drink the poison punch. A considerable number of people were held and forcibly injected. 
with the poison. In September of that year, Egypt and Israel signed the Camp David Accords, a crucial step in bringing peace to the two warring nations. An achievement none thought possible. The world's first human conceived through in vitro fertilization. Louise Brown was born on July 25th in the United Kingdom, called a test tube baby by the press. She began by telling the world about it. The pink, healthy baby girl who began life in a test tube. The very first Garfield comic strip is published in 41 U.S. newspapers during June of 1978. Once again, my life has been saved by the miracle of lasagna. It was a big year at the box office, with John Travolta having two big movies that year, Grease along with Olivia Newton-John and Saturday Night Fever, and Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you hit it. He hits my head. I can't describe it, what I'm feeling, and what I'm thinking. And on the small tube that year, we were watching Happy Days, Little House on the Prairie, and The Rockford Files. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. Hey! Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Why don't you guys go back to Disneyland and leave me alone, huh? Give me a dime. I'm going to crack you open like a piggy bank. So in closing, let's leave Arnold's Restaurant, where you'd find Richie, Fonzie, and the gang, Walnut Grove, with John Boy and his family, and a trailer in the parking lot of Paradise Cove, Malibu, where you'd find Jim Rockford hanging out. Jimmy, old buddy, buddy. It's Angel. You know how they allow you one phone call? Well, this is it. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. That's great. You know, my daughter still watches Little House on the Prairie at night. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that back in the day. Classic show. Classic show. Well, now, every now and then, uh, we uh, Steve Siddall on our network, every now and then, every single day, it seems like I'm sending him a new uh, bad advisor that I find on the internet and (laughs) uh, news stories and that kind of thing. And then Steve picks every week. He picks one and does a story on it. Do you have one this week? I do. Oh, you're going to hate this. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to love it. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. This guy's a real piece of work. Bradley Goodbread is his name. He's charged with stealing nearly $1.3 million from a 97-year-old client with dementia. The suburban Chicago, now former advisor, would solicit the elderly woman to send him money to make purported investments in real estate investment trusts, all on her behalf. The complaint further alleges that to fund some of the purported investments, the client, with Goodbread's advice and approval, sold securities in her account and transferred the proceeds to Goodbread. No REITs were ever purchased, and all the money went to Goodbread, where he squandered it on personal and business expenses. He was employed by LPL Financial for a dozen years, spending most of them taking other people's money. Earlier this year, LPL Financial settled a customer claim for $1.2 million. That, according to Goodbread's broker check profile. In that matter, the customer alleged that Goodbread caused her to execute a document appointing him as her power of attorney, and that he allegedly induced the customer to invest in fraudulent, unregistered securities between 2009 and 2020. Altogether, Goodbread stole close to $2.5 million. So far, he's repaid $450,000. LPL is not named in the SEC complaint, but had no comment in this case. 
It is interesting to point out, though, that Goodbread's broker check record was spotless until he got caught. So what made him snap? Guess we'll never know. Criminal charges are being considered. Make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary advisor. Well, it never ceases to amaze me. Marty, what about you? I tell you what, we've, we've talked about this week in, week out. I mean, I it's just sometimes you just scratch your head and say, how do they get away with this stuff? And the problem is, and Thomas, we talked about it all the time, the bigger the firm, the harder to police. And that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. But how that's can true. folks out there know they're doing the right thing? I mean, you, you form a relationship with an advisor. It seems like the nicest guy or gal you've ever met. Uh, they're, they're doing like, they're, like they're checking all the boxes, uh, the emotional boxes, the, uh, the feel-good boxes and all that. And then uh, a year down the road or two years or 10 years, or 20, things start to go awry. Sort of like Bernie Madoff. How do people know, Marty? How can they tell? I mean, what are some of the telltale signs? And there aren't any, by the way. But, I mean, what are they? There's no consistent ones, in other words. Mm-hmm. No, number one is you check and say, is this is this firm a fiduciary? Yeah. Are they holding themselves to a standard that they're required by law to hold themselves to? That's number one. Right. And? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. But you can a, be a fiduciary and be a bad guy, too. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. I'm sure Bernie Madoff was a fiduciary. Yeah. Oh. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. This week, we're pretty lucky. We get a double play. Earlier, we had Parker do a case of the week. And Marty, since you're here, I'm going to have you do a case of the week, too. Yeah. So before the show, we got the Uncle Sam hat out. You drew a couple numbers out, and you you drew ages, and you drew a uh, amount. What did you draw yeah. out? Well, I'll tell you what. This one's a little different this week. This, this gentleman who turned out, we're going to do this one as a single gentleman, 62 years old. Turns out that this gentleman hit the gold pot, and he's got $4 million. Four million dollars save for retirement. Nice, okay? okay, and then he's going to retire at Social Security age. So You're he's got sixty-two. We've got to retire at sixty-five. So he's got three that's years a, to let the money grow. That's the old Social Security age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, sixty-five. Okay. We, we've got you know we've got four million dollars and it's three years for the money to grow. We for, don't. We but, wish we did, but yeah, we don't. We don't yes, but <laughs> and coaches, you always know. We always start out if the market just had a absolute zero return, Thomas. I mean, the market forever. does absolutely nothing. The market goes down forever well, and ever. Falling like a rock, but we but if it falls like a rock, the the people that are in this tragedy don't get the negative; they just get a zero. That's exactly that's why we right. call it zero is your hero, Thomas. Very very important too, by the way. So we don't want to blue sky anybody by giving any artificial rates. We're pretending the market didn't return a thing. And he started with $4 million, and he has three years to leave the money alone, and at 65, he's going to start taking income. Now, what is that going to be? That Marty? income is going to be $270,541, Thomas. Which per is, year, per we, year. That's absolutely right. So we go all the way at, at, out to age 95, and that $4 million has generated him $3,619,258 with an absolute market's going down every year for 30 straight years, right? That's incredible. And, and then that, let's say he dies that day. What uh, what does he have left in his account? He, lies at, he dies at 95, and he still, at that point, has an accumulated value of $658,000 left to his heirs with 0% return on his account. So wow. it's important to know that in this example, we're assuming that this catastrophe in the market every single day for the next 30 years. It's going down, down, down. If this fellow would have left his money, that $4 million in the market, he would have probably run out of money in a couple of years. Or what, what we'd say, like 12 years later, he'd be probably out of that money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But because it's in a protected strategy, he gets income of 270000 per year for the rest of his life. And then we, we just killed him off three years later. I don't want to kill people <laughs> off. But, but if it goes longer, he continues to get that income. Now, historically... The market average is what six, seven, eight, ten percent. Let's let's say what what if the market averaged six percent return when he was in there? What kind of numbers will we have? That's exactly right. In that case, obviously things are going to look a lot better, Thomas. So when we come out there at age sixty-five, now he generates an income of four hundred and ten thousand dollars, over four hundred ten thousand dollars <laughs> per year. year, exactly. 
and we take him all the way out to age 95. And this number is, I know it sounds unbelievable, but you know it's what? True. It's true. It's true and it's reality. His withdrawals at age 95 at that point in time is $32,267,786. And Thomas, what's incredible, left behind is over $45,400,000 left to his heirs. So it's a spend and leave plan. He spent $32 million. Now, he started with $4 million. Then he, sent, he spent $32 million over the next 30 years, and he still had $45 million or so. What did you say? 40, <laughs> 40 some million yes. to leave behind. So he spent the money, and he left behind uh, even more than he started with his heirs. So this is a great plan. Folks, if you'd like a plan like this for you and your family, just to see what it looks like, hey, never hurt to get it in writing, to see the facts. No time, no pressure. I mean, just see. And now you can compare logistically what you have now to what you could have. Thomas, that's when it makes sense. So the next 20 of you call, we call it a total retirement plan. It has a lifetime income strategy, that financial fill-up in there. We'll do it for you at no cost or obligation. Thomas, just give them the number out and tell them how they can uh, contact us right now. 800-661-7383 is the number to call. 800-661-7383. Marty, uh, you you blew me away there. Your conservative numbers blew away the 4% rule, which is just incredible. And so, folks, if you want to find out more, remember, there is a no cost, no obligation consultation or second opinion waiting for you at the other end of the phone line. 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. or text PLAN to 600-700. Well, it's been a fast-moving show. I want to thank Parker Holland, Marty Hensley, Thomas Lipscomb, and this Coach Pete right here. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari. Coach Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. Coach Pete.